the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate podcast. I'm your host, Ken Elbin, and today's guest is setting the tone for the model, the, the modern realtor, just as happy to get involved with charity as we'd be playing a round of golf. Here to share his story and some of his tips for networking groups, all the way from Kirkland, Washington, Garrett Brown. Garrett, welcome to the show. Awesome. Appreciate that intro, Ken. That's great. Yeah, That's great. And, oh, and I, I could have, yeah, you, I could have kept, I could have it. kept going and going and going. You had plenty. <laughs> you had plenty I could have thrown in there, but I wanted to keep something to talk about and I mean, I appreciate it. it. Without saying, if you're established, if you're an icon of real estate, and I definitely think you are, there's a journey, there's a story that needs to be told, and you're the best person to tell us. So take take us on that story. Well, well, happy to, Canon. I mean, I'll I'll start like you mentioned in your intro. It's it's uh, you know we we need to mix you know in in real estate we need to mix how we share our profession, but also our personality and our family yes. too, and in our interest, and so. It's a it's a fun business to be in where over the course of a long course of time you can shape here are the things I'm passionate about. Where where does where does my work and my life and my interests intersect? And then how can I make make those work to have the silos of people that we enjoy being around and then getting to meet people that yeah. we know, like, and trust? So that's that's a lot of what I've how I pour my energy into real estate. I mean, I've I've done it all from, you know mailing out postcards and cold calling and, and paying, paying heavy for Zillow leads. But I've really found in the last few years, uh, my, my best, both referral sources, best clients, and the most fun in working with people is from friends of friends or people that know, like, and trust me that refer me to someone else, or we have a common, Absolutely. a common passion or a common charity that we work with. And that builds that, that trust and makes me want to work hard to see their real estate goals come to fruition. Absolutely. I mean, if the more vested interest you have in the process, the better I, I believe the better the the better the, the potential outcome. Because if you have to you have to feel like you have a stake in it. You can't just be in both right. real estate and in, in both real estate business and personal. It, it can't just be. There's no lose for me. It's only a lose for you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So so talk talk to us a more about networking groups because that's that's one of the things that you've mentioned and I, I know you like you you mentioned as well you like to to use it to lower the bond meeting with people. So how do you go mm -hmm. about that and and how have you sort of fitted it into your daily your daily routine? Into my daily routine, yeah. And you know, with with networking groups and and there's a mix. I mean, I've I do a couple that I've started on my own with a few friends. We call those um One's called BLT Bothell's Last Tuesday, um, but then I also have a, a first first Tuesday of the month happy hour in Kirkland, and that's been that's been going for a while, and we have ten to fifteen people coming every month. And really, you you, know, you say how does that work into our our daily schedule as realtors or anyone in business? There's so much of the hey, can I pick your brain? Hey, let's get coffee, let's get lunch, mm. one off kind of stuff, which is awesome. And I'm, I'm I always love meeting face to face with people. But I, I could never hit my my numbers or my goals, you know, that, that my real estate coach was coaching me to do. And I was just saying, hey, I'm I'm busy, 
but I'm not seeing the fruit from it. And so, you know, starting networking groups or being involved in different things are, are really ways to knock out four five, six meetings all at once because you're getting, you're getting people in a room and, and you're hopefully providing value by saying, Oh, I've, I've got to connect you with this person. You would, they would really enjoy your service. Um, so part, part of how that, part of how that works is the networking groups that I've set up. And and this is selfishly, I pick times and days that I know, Hey, Tuesday is a bit of a slower day. I'm going to make all my happy hours on Tuesdays. And I live in, in Kirkland, Washington, which is, which is an East side suburb of Seattle. And so the happy hours that I do are five, 10, 15 minutes away from, from my house, my office. Nice. So Nice. Um, close, close enough that the wife can pop out to grab you if, if things get out of hand. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Exactly right. And and just you know, and they're timed up, so I can still hopefully make it home for bath time and story time and bedtime with the with my one and a half year old daughter too. Um, but it, you know, so so anyway, you know, an example of of how it how it goes is with our um, with our happy hour. It's it's me a financial advisor, a mortgage person, an insurance person, um, all are kind of the host. And we're all, you know, inviting people every month, but it's just worked into part of our normal email and follow-up campaigns. And, and, you know, you mentioned the, the, the lowering the bar to get someone in, you know, in person, you know, in the real life example of people that I'm trying to get to, to list their house, let's say, or, or I've, I've talked to them, we've, I've shown them a few houses, but they're not ready to buy yet. They're six or 12 months out. Hey, come, you know, come to this monthly happy hour. And then we can get in a routine. We can, you know, be face to face and see some people. So that and it takes that, a bit of the pressure off, of, isn't it, as well? Because you know, there's a bit more of a group setting. So the pressure, you know, there's not the spotlight's not just on one person at a time. Exactly right. Spotlight's not on one person at a time. Low pressure, and two. And this is the real hope: is that they'll find someone that they can connect with and can help in, encourage them, or or a good connection for their their business or their life. So that's that's really really why we do it. And, and the set, the setup of it is, is um, we don't want to just be handing out business cards. There's, there's paid networking groups that I'm a part of, and that's what those are for. And, and that's all, all well and good, but we really want ours to be a, a chance for people to connect and create community, Absolutely. you know, and, and around the areas I live. So it's all go straight from a, a uh, rotary group meeting in Bellevue and the, and the people that know the Seattle area knows it goes, you know, Bellevue is the main Eastside suburb. And then just North of that is Kirkland. So I'll, I'll leave my, my Bellevue rotary meeting, um, as the, as the service chair talking about service project that will be coming up and I'll drive straight from there 10 minutes to the, to the Kirkland happy hour, and then still drive another 10 minutes from that home. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully get get home at you've got, you know, you've, got, you've got this you've got this down to a down to a t and i know it's a bit off topic but what's the what's yeah. the drink you know norm- what's the drink you normally have at these happy hours what do you drink and that's and, and a f- funny thing too ken is is uh you know with all these happy hours and everything or you know i've got a wine walk coming up too i haven't drank for uh, coming up on a, on about a year now and this is this is a a, a side conversation but it, it comes from i was a i was a passenger in a car accident um, where I was driving oh, with wow. people that were looking to looking to buy a house, and it was it was about an hour and a half away from from my home out in Gig Harbor, and so I said, "Okay, wow. you guys, you guys can drive," and uh, we just we turned and got t boned into. So I can I can oh, send wow. you the photos later to to put up here yeah. on the podcast. But anyway, so got got in a car accident, you know, over a year and a half ago or so, and and wow. the the doctor's advice with the concussion and everything was 
Um, she told me, take some time off of work, you know, take some sick days, um, get more sleep. And this is when I had a, a three, three month old at home and don't, you know, multitask and limit phone calls. And I said, okay, well, you know, I can't, I can't take time off work. Right, right, yeah. right. I, I'm a realtor. You basically just described all the things we do. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So then, I, and and uh, so really, the thing that was in my control that I was willing to give up was was the alcohol. So before all that, I would say in in old fashioned would be my drink of choice or Manhattan. But but I haven't drank for about the past year, and that's been helpful to have a clear head and better sleep, and and with the concussion Absolutely. recovery. Absolutely. What, and, what, and, what's your and you said, choice, and, you, and you said you're, oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm a, I'm a single malt, single malt scotch guy. Yeah. So, so old Very fashioned, I can get behind. Very I can get behind. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and I mean, I mean, you said, you said you haven't for about a year and your, and your daughter's a year and a half. You might want to uh-huh. rethink your, your stance on drinking. As far as I'm heard, well, by the time you're, by the time she reaches her terrible twos. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good, good point. Let's talk a bit about where you are now. So I know you're with uh, mm-hmm. with Windermere. Have you always been with them, or have you have you moved over time? No, no, I've, I've switched brokerages, and so I I started in real estate 2012 in Portland, Oregon, at a Keller Williams office there. Switched to another local local company in Portland. Was was there for about five years, and then moved up to Seattle in 2017, and went to another another lo- local firm okay. up here that does both property management and, and on the brokerage side, because I like being able to be that, that full umbrella for clients to show, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do the property management, shop. but I have good referral. Yep. Yep. Mm. But I have good referrals for, for helping them out if they want to keep their place with the rental and whatnot. So I've, I've always enjoyed that. And that was great when I lived in Seattle. Now I've moved over to Kirkland. And so now I'm at the, the, the Windermere Kirkland office and they're, they're a, a Western United States regional company that's been around since 1971 and a, and a big name here in, in Seattle and on the the Western states, so that's why I really wanted to, to align myself with them. Not just because of they're close to my house and, and good people, but also it's it's a nice a nice brand to be able to to refer within the Windermere family or or outside of that too. Because a lot a lot of my clients, having been in Portland for five years and then you know Seattle the last six, are you know West Coast or Western region movers. Awesome. So yeah. You got. Let, let's just let's just cast uh, cast an eye into the future. I'm sure at some stage you're going to be wanting to grow a team or or onboard more people. What's the what's right. the what, number one advice you'd give? Day one, your training day advice. You're Denzel Washington for a new broker. Go for a new broker. Say yes to everything. If you're a brand new broker, make sure that that you're are trying everything out and say yes. So when to you say yes, you say every every listing, every buyer, every opportunity to get in front of people. I imagine. I would yes because because it's business that you wouldn't have had otherwise and even if they can be a pain even if you can feel hey this is outside my realm you're you're going to learn so much through action than you are just from saying oh that doesn't fit my ideal client Absolutely. I'm going to wait to to wait to find the next one because then when you do have your ideal client you won't have enough at bats you won't have enough practice to have exactly to know how to right. treat them right and and for me I mean I I learned that from trial and error that was my you know, when I started at 22, 23 years old, it helped that I was, you know, young and single and, and could, and could do it. So I never, you know, I was, I was fortunate to not have to have a part-time job with it and to live, you know, lightly those few years when I wasn't making much money, but it's, it's really, you know, was really beneficial then now in the long run to say, oh, I was doing open houses for other agents. I was, 
again, t- you know, do, doing those online leads, taking yeah, sign calls, learning, helping, out, learning the helping out other agents in the office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I call it paying. It's, it's a different way of paying your school fees because it's in I mean, paying your school fees. If you don't have anything else to do, you need to find a, a way. I, mean, I would even advocate shadow, find someone to shadow. If you don't have anything else to do, be doing what you need to do in one way, shape, or form. But I dig, I dig okay. that. What, what would you, I mean, do you, would you say you have a niche uh, within your real estate brand? Yeah. Yeah. Niche within the brand. Uh-oh. Would be, a, and then I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to pare it, pare it down a little bit. So I'll show you, you know, I've always been reactive to um to being you know i would say tacoma to everett to north bend you know so really really the puget sound region it's about an hour okay. in uh all directions from where i live and i'm still still good with that still comfortable with those areas but but really trying to then focus on and that's all reactive business the proactive business is doing stuff like this i'm holding it up for the people yeah, online to see but I'm, I'm sponsoring the the a wine walk with the kirkland chamber uh coming up this week and, and i did it you know, last quarter as well, but it's, it gets me in front of 550 people in my town where I'm living at a who high are, price. Who point. are, who are happy because they're drinking wine or they're, they're happy because it's, it's a Friday night, they're drinking wine downtown and they see, they see my name and they have my, my wine bag and, and enter the raffle and all those kind of stuff. So even though that's, that's a long, it's a much longer way out. The ideal client is someone that's, you know, in, in the town I'm living in and, and just wants to, you know, maybe they're a few years out, but they just want a game plan. So you've been involved in the, in the chamber of commerce or sponsoring these kind of events, whether it's a golf golf tournament or a wine walk, those are the things that I really enjoy because it gets me in front of new people. And again, that's, that then gets them in into the cycle of saying, Oh, your, you know, your industry is this. I want to be more, more interested in what they're doing and say, Hey, come to my happy hour. Cause I've got someone that you should meet and connect them so it's it's really a chance to to get in front of of people and so the the I- ideal client would be someone in kirkland bellevue redmond woodenville bothell you know those those areas that is uh you know is a good referral source or, or willing to be a connector of people as well and i, I like that you mentioned referrals because that's really it's like a, it's the yeah. cherry on top of the cherry on top when it comes to any sort of business and I actually think that the person who gets the best uh, the outcome from that is the person who's been referred because right. you as the you as the person who's being referred to, you feel like an, a sense of duty to make sure you at least do the same, if not a bit better. And if you do the same, you probably are better and they get the best. But what are you doing throughout the throughout your transaction period from that initial contact right through to when you decide that you're going to do business or that business that can't be done now to ensure mm-hmm. that people come back to you? To ensure people come back. No, that that's great. And like you said, yeah, you you definitely want to honor honor the source there. So right away, whether it's buyer or sellers, I say, hey, you know, either one, we need to have a consult first because I need to ask you questions to help to help guide me to get to get you what you what you want. Exactly. So okay. uh, we we have a we have a sit down first, whether it's on Zoom or in person, but we always have a sit down first. I have a list of questions again through the, through the coaching program I'm a, I'm a part of. It's it's a, a wish list and all about you form, and it's it's different things on on how our process works that way that they know what to be expecting. Say, you know, hey, you'll get me the whole way through, but I've also got a transaction coordinator that she's going to dot the i's and cross the t's. That's been in it for 20 years and, and does it well. I've also got an assistant that helps helps keep me in line. You know, you 
you know, all those kind of things. So you'll, you get me the whole way through. I'm answering the calls. I'm, I'm negotiating for you on your behalf, but I also have a team that helps, helps me make you better as well. Behind Immigrant Realtor is a, is a team of hardworking, hardworking people, keeping all the strings and uh, like, and everything Ab together. Absolutely. And that's, and that's really to best serve the client, you know, like we're talking yes. about, it's like, okay, what, you know, why did I switch offices and, you know, pay, pay a higher cap or a higher fee? It's, it's, well, I'm providing a better service. I have better advertising. I have better marketing. I have, you know, better things to offer, you know, different programs as far as on the, on the seller, if they need money to get, to get their home prepped and they want to get paid out of closing, you know, that can happen. And, you know, if there's different, you know, different things like that, that, that we can offer that, that will help a client out. And so those, those are why I say, you know, Hey, even if you're a year or two out, um, it would be good to good to connect and, and game plan and start that process. I dig it. And and talking about a year or two out, what's what's what can we expect from from GB Realty or Garrett Brown's team <laughs> in in the next few years? Yeah, it would be you know hope hopefully it's it's obviously you know we we have a low lower deal flow here now than we've had in years past. So it's really diving diving deeper into the the agent to agent you know, referral relationships for because saying people moving out of area or out of state, that's a big, a big area of focus. Yeah. And and really doubling down on these these networking groups and different charity events and and volunteer opportunities. Because you know the the more people see our stuff or see what we are like, then they'll then they'll know, like and trust us and be willing to uh um to work with us. Absolutely. Well Garrett, I think I think it goes without saying you got a good head on your uh, you got a good head for this. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that unfolds. And when when you break through those next barriers and you become like a big a big celebrity in Kirkland, I'm hoping you'll you'll grace me with your presence back on the podcast and give me an update. Absolutely, we'll, we'll do, Ken, and then then I'll I'll send I'll send you that bottle of single malt scotch and and one oh, of these wine bags too. You're the man. So. I love it. So, Garrett, Appreciate before it. we go though, what's the if someone wants to reach out to you because they want to find out more information about this, this events, yep. the events, the happy hour, or just maybe to connect or even work with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Best way to reach me would be you know either either on our website to to learn more about us and to, and to see our stuff. It's the sellwithgb.com uh, or or on Instagram to see a lot of the the videos I'll put out. You know, flip flip tips, home helper tips, or really what's going on, and that's. Uh, the Instagram is gbLivingTheLife.com. Awesome. GB I'll, make sure, the life. I'll make sure we link it through when this goes live. But goes out, it goes out saying, Garrett, I've loved having you on the show. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep an eye on you. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So from myself, Ken Elvin, and Arkwins of Real Estate Podcast, and uh, Garrett Brown over in Kirkland, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Um.